Hello and welcome to the Matt Belair podcast. As an explorer of the mind and world, author and coach, I have spent a lifetime learning how to push my limits and achieve my highest potential. My mission is to bring you the most inspiring, conscious, and empowering teachers, leaders, and thinkers on the planet. To bring you stories, lessons, and messages that will help you master your mind, body, and spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good day, friends and family. Welcome to this incredible episode on the art of becoming a modern-day samurai with my friend, Lee Davy. Lee and I met in Egypt, and the second that we started chatting, we knew that we were going to be brothers and homies. Uh, we share so many similarities. We're both martial artists. We're both really curious about the power of the mind and the power of human potential, uh, exploring consciousness. So uh, we had an amazing time exploring Egypt together. We shared um, a lot of great conversations. I knew I had to have them on the podcast. So in this episode, we're going to discover or uncover uh, what it means to be a modern day samurai, the art of discipline, mastering your body, how to become more abundant, understanding your energetic relationship to money, Religion versus spirituality, exploring energy work and chi, and uh, a whole lot more. So I know that you're going to love this episode. Um, For those of you guys leaving me a review in iTunes, I just want to thank you for that. It does help with the algorithms and all that magic. I recently got added to the collective evolution list of the top five mind-expanding podcasts and consciousness. So uh, thanks to all you guys for helping with that because the reviews and the feedback and the shares and people listening and getting value are or what helps the message spread. So um, I just want to share this uh, review from Nate Musson, and it says, opens your third eye. Matt is a stream of consciousness. He's tapped into the fundamental flow that connects everything and everyone. Via these podcast conversations, he's able to articulately explore a variety of deep topics coming from a place of personal experience in a vernacular that's easily comprehensible for the uninitiated. Highly recommended, Namaste. Thank you so much, Nate Musson, who actually I was on his podcast. I'm reading Nate. He has uh, the Not Snowboarding podcast. So I recorded that with him a long time ago. And that's when I got out of Dr. Joe Dispenza's seminar. And, you know, essentially his work is proving how we can heal our minds and our bodies and create a reality through meditation, which is something that I teach uh, my clients who I coach and my athletes. I teach them that they can learn a trick inside their mind before they ever try it. So it's the art of peak performance, the art of manifestation, law of attraction, reality creation, all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, if you want to support the podcast, leaving a review is great. I might read it on air and and, uh, give you a shout out. you can check out my sponsors, so Sync Tuition. If you go to bit.ly forward slash Gamma Waves, you can get three free binaural beat tracks that are 3D sound. So they're really fascinating listens. Um, I've gone through all of their levels, and sometimes I'll do two or three or four in a row. And, and what the binaural beats, the binaural beats is a, is a fantastic technology, but this is the only 
one I've seen out there in a 3D sound experience that makes it really enjoyable because normally they're white noise, which I listened, I've listened to the white noise ones for a long time because I understand of uh, about how they work and how powerful they are. So if you want to check them out, um, you know, head over to that link and you have a bunch more awesome stuff at mattbelair.com slash store. So there's lots of free samples, discounts of, you know, things like the Resonance Science Foundation. You've got uh, essential oils. You've got Procabulary from Mark England, which is a fantastic course that I did last year. So I'm basically just hosting my friends and and uh, affiliates over there of stuff that I believe in. Uh, for those of you who are wanting some coaching and are serious about their 2018 resolutions, I'm happy to uh, have a conversation with you. I have a new client onboarding process because the, uh, the reach outs have been a little bit more and I only take a, a certain amount of people. And it's just because, um, you know, we just have to have the same goals in mind and I got to know if I got to be able to help you and you got to be committed to doing the work because sometimes people, um, they just, they want to do it, but you, you got to be able to put in the work. It's kind of like getting a personal trainer. So, you know, you have your new year's resolution, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and you get a gym pass. But when you get a personal trainer, like you got to go, you've invested in that. And so, um, you know, a lot of people, even though they get that, they're not committed. They don't. They don't want to go. So, you know, for for anyone out there who really wants to level up in spirituality, consciousness, or, or creating their ideal heart-centered reality, um, just hit me up at matt at zenathlete.com, and we can have a conversation and see if I can help. Um, and I think that's it. If you want to sign up for the email list at mattbelair.com, go over there and I'll keep you all up to date on all the exciting stuff as well as uh, forward slash lucid dreaming and you can get a free lucid dreaming mp3 and ebook to learn how to lucid dream quickly and easily. So that's it. I'm going to stop rambling. But before we get into it, I'll just invite you to enter a state of quick coherence. So we're going to do a rapid one today because we can do that. So if you want to ever come into a state of coherence and you're stressed out and you're angry or you're overwhelmed, all you need to do is three deep breaths. So just what I want you to do is right now, set your intention wherever you are. And you can even do this with your eyes open. Say to yourself, I'm going to come into a state of peace and coherence. Now taking a deep breath in through your nose and imagine white, golden, platinum, supportive, powerful, spiritual light coming in through your nose and filling every cell and every muscle and every fiber of your being. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly with all the cares and all the worries and all the thoughts of the day. And now taking another deep breath in through your nose and just imagine this powerful white and golden light filling every cell and every molecule of your being, just relaxing you and centering you. And now just focus on your heart and let this breath out slowly. And now taking one more deep breath in through your nose, imagining powerful golden universal light filling every cell of your being holding that breath and letting it out slowly and now just enjoy this feeling of peace and coherence that you've created quickly and easily so there you go now we're set to get into it with the modern day samurai my friend lee davy Hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Mind, Body, and Spirit Show. I am your host, Matt Belair. Known around the world as the modern-day samurai, today's guest has had the great fortune to have been able to leverage a lifelong quest and an uncanny ability to find himself in situations of study with many true living masters and thought leaders of our time. He has studied and taught in the areas of ancient knowledge and medicine, healing, 
positive thinking, transformation, metaphysics, energy work, physical wellness, and other forms of self-mastery. He is now teaching what he has learned from over 30 years of study in self-development and personal growth. He wishes to help you find the harmony and balance that comes from working with and mastering the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual elements from which we are all formed. Welcome to the show, my friend, the man, Lee Davey. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Doing great, dude. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good, good. Excited to be on the show. Yeah, brother. It's it's uh it's really nice to have you here. You know, just a little background for those who don't know you, but we meet uh just getting off the bus in Egypt with the Resonant Science Foundation. I think it was maybe a minute or two into the conversation, we just realized we were brothers and and mirrors of each other and uh so similar in a lot of ways. And so it's been really great to get to know you a little bit more, get to know about uh, your work and and all the things that you've experienced and studied, and so I'm excited to have you on the show and and share that with everyone. Um, so rather than me doing it, do you want to just give a little bit about your background? Because you've been, uh, and we talk about this a lot, but it takes a lot of effort to walk the talk. You know, to you you could have a nine to five job and do all these different things, and that's totally fine. But walking and living the path of self mastery takes a crap ton of work and you really got to put that first right you really got to put that exploration of yourself and your own consciousness first and that's something that i think that you've done and uh i'll let you take it from here thanks man i appreciate that um i'm not even sure where to start i mean my my journey actually started so we just had this discussion the other day i'm i'm uh few years ahead of you uh chronologically speaking so i'm uh hitting 41 this february but uh the first time i remember not not feeling comfortable in my own skin was like 13 12 13 14 years old and uh i don't know if you remember the body for life program bill phillips way back in the day he had he had a 12 week like physical transformation challenge and i wrote this guy at at that age like 13 saying like you know I don't understand what it's all about. I got this fire inside. I want to do more. I want to be more. I want to help more people. Um, maybe you can give me a job or mentor me or something like that. And, and uh, of course, he never responded. And, and so, you know, I've been kind of fumbling my way along the last, uh, the last 30 years. But um, the discipline and the journey really, I think, came about for me as a, as a necessity. Um, because I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I didn't feel intelligent. I didn't feel, you know, all these things. And, and I just remember thinking like the stuff that we're fed, the stuff that we're programmed to believe, you know, you, you, you go to school for 12 years and then you get a good job and, and you work for 40 years, maybe take some vacations here and there. And, and, uh, you know, if, if you're lucky at the end of your life, you retire, have a few good years, if your body still holds up and, uh, and then you die and that's it. I remember thinking, but this it didn't resonate with me. It didn't make any sense, um, and so that's kind of when the when the journey began. And and uh, now, obviously, being able to look back on it, it's like, okay, this this was all for a reason. It was for me to to gather the the tools and and search out the you know the thought leaders, the the wisdom keepers, um, and to really be able to to make that a part of. Um, who I am and what I'm about and and now I feel it's the time to be able to to really share that uh, with the world so you know I'm I'm excited to uh, 
to have that opportunity and and um and it's funny every every little setback was was just kind of a an opportunity to to pick myself up dust myself off and say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of buckle down and and really go at this even more intensely and and it's still that way you know uh, you know every every time there's a there's a fall or, or a lapse in in uh um following through on something or or you know being being that disciplined um i i kind of you know reassess and and look at things and then it's like okay it's it's time to it's time to really buckle down and and really get back into this and and i think with any um any change in habits you know i talked talked a lot about that with with uh, my clients and, and with people um when you first start to change the habit because you're used to doing things a certain way it's it's really difficult but the the more you you kind of practice that and and um repeat the process the easier it gets to to be that new way and and now it's just you know it's part of who i am and and uh you know if if i was able to change i think uh i think everybody is you know so um yeah that's 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 kind of how i got to this point i guess that's awesome man well what what the first thing that brings up for me is we were talking the other day about um, how you're listening to Nassim stuff over and over. So, you know, we go to, you know, Egypt with the delegate foundation. I've gone through, uh, the delegate course. I need a little bit more to go through. And a lot of it, I understood. And a lot of it, I didn't, you know, it's super foreign. And one of the things that you said is just watched it over and over and over again. So I'm just curious f for me personally, you know, what, what about doing that? Have you learned that, that, uh, applies to what we know as martial artists and as we know as you know conscious seekers and explorers through meditation all these different practices has it proven or given light you know an ample that field for you in any way or what did you bring back from that absolutely i mean uh, you know just as you said going there i mean i i, I went through the so so i i uh, am involved in a in another community which is essentially kind of the metaphysics of, of spirituality. So we've woven in um, metaphysics with, with energetic shielding, energetic healing tools. Um, and, and it's like, it's essentially setting your intention, setting your focus, and then you're able to wield energetics, um, which obviously we're not able to perceive through our five senses. Um, and so going uh, and, and going through the course, the Resonance Academy course, just, once before attending and then meeting all these like the most brilliant people in the world as as far as i can see um and and really speaking that physics language it was it was very foreign to me so i found myself coming away from there feeling like holy shit do i do i ever have a lot to learn right so so as soon as i came home it was like okay that's you know it's an opportunity to to really buckle down and learn this stuff and so at least once a day, um, uh, Nassim's got, he's, he's got all kinds of videos on YouTube, obviously, but um, he talks about um, the Schwarzschild proton and that mathematical verification that we are all one, that we are the universe perceiving itself through our individual perspectives. And, uh, and so listening to it and watching it over and over and over and over and over again probably probably like i said probably about 50 times since i've been home um 
really has allowed me to to start to embody that perspective of it and and really understand it from that mathematical geometrical um physics language based perspective um and uh you know that this is something I, I actually learned from uh, Bob Proctor. Um, he's uh, he's touted as America's foremost abundance coach, and and that's what what he says is is to really understand something, you've got to repeat it, and then and then to start to change, you know, how you perceive it, how you embody it, um, how you understand it, you've got to repeat it over and over and over and over and over again, and, and that's what starts to to really change and, and hone the subconscious. Um, and for me, it's, uh, you know, I look at all these stuff, I look at all the tools as pieces of a puzzle. And it's like, you know, if you've got one piece, eh, you don't get a very clear picture. But all of a sudden, if you take all these different pieces, all these different, slightly different tweak perspectives, everybody's got their own perspective. So you take all these perspectives and you put them together as you would a puzzle, all of a sudden you get a very clear picture of, who you are, what you're capable of, and and uh, how to move forward from there. So, um, so so for me, it's it's been really taking the best from all the people that I come in contact with, and, and kind of you know making up a nice little goulash, and and uh, and then just putting it into practice, and and um, and then that's you know that's where the discipline and and, and uh, mindset and, and health and, and all these different uh, aspects of, of really who we are and, and what we're capable of comes from for me. Awesome, man. Yeah, you, you touched on a lot of great. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, you, you brought up a lot of great points. And so as you're speaking, I, I was writing them down and trying to remember. Um, the first and the last one was just, you know, me imagining Bruce Lee. And that's one of my mentors where when he was learning martial arts, it wasn't just one way. It wasn't just karate. It was Kung Fu or whatever. And, you know, that's kind of, it's taking the best and then it's making it your own, you know, and he taught the same way. It's not this one way is going to work for everyone. It's discovering your own way and also the willingness to explore what interests you. And then the other aspect that I think is fundamental to bring up is you're exploring the leaders that resonate with you. And that's another thing that we share in common. When I want to learn, I go directly to the person that that I resonate with that I think is an expert and I read their stuff. I watch their YouTube videos. And yeah, when I was younger, you know, I reached out to them as well. That's how I got my first mentor, Michael Lozier. And he's, you know, one of the foremost guys on the law of attraction and, and as far as how to teach it in an NLP practical, you know, way. And I could do, you know, three day seminars because he like trained me like like a robot to do it but his 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 uh facilitation and his training is is excellent is phenomenal but again he's a leader in the space and somebody that i you know really resonated with and as far as the physics part of it goes you know what you're doing with nasim i'm going through that as well there's also dan winter and that's somebody who i'm going through as well and he's actually going to be at the conscious media festival in austin which i'm super excited about because i'll be there as as well either doing a podcasting thing or a workshop on sunday or both i don't know yet it's just interesting because dan winter's saying the same thing and my brain is wrapping around it but he's talking about how basically spirit is implosion you know you have to implode your your 
your DNA essentially to create plasma and a spirit is a plasma field. And the more you can grow your aura in plasma field, you can start to steer this energy around the astral realms and the life after death and all this kind of stuff. And so, but he's saying the same thing as far as DNA goes, where at the center of the DNA strand, and you know, I'm going to mess this up because I'm still wrapping my head around it. But the idea is that there's there's a black hole at the center, which is mirroring Nassim's work. So for me, although I don't have all the physics wrapped around and the details and things like that, my mind is starting to open up to the physics of these realities, why these things are possible. Um, and it's giving me a broader perspective on how I navigate my own reality. And what I find interesting is that since this, I'm thinking of the same problems, but more mathematically, because mathematics is a language of the universe. And that was my, of, of best skill, worst skill. That was the worst one after grade seven or whatever. But now it's coming back because it's a different thing. It's kind of new and my, my mind is expanding. So where I wanted to go after this rant um, was it was essentially asking you with with some of the masters that you've learned from, which is a lot. You know, what does it mean to be a modern day samurai? What are the, some of these elements? What are what are most important to you in when you're helping a client or you're doing one of your workshops and retreats? You know, what are some of the elements that you're you're sharing with them? Well, and this is so. Um, so I'm actually writing. Uh, I'm writing my third book uh, right now. Uh, Kind of fourth, I wrote a manual as well for a, for a training methodology. Um, so I'm writing the modern day samurai, um, and I actually wanted to read. I kind of anticipated this question, so I wanted to read um, just a, uh, the beginning excerpt from the book, um, and then I'll kind of go into what I talked about um, during the retreats and that sort of thing. Um, and this is actually from uh, the last samurai. Um, so it says honor. Everyone is polite, everyone smiles and bows, but beneath this courtesy I detect a deep reservoir of feeling. From the moment they wake, they devote themselves to the, to the perfection of whatever they pursue. I have never seen such discipline. I learned that samurai means to serve. There is so much here that I will never understand. I've never been a church-going man, but there is indeed something spiritual in this place. And though it may forever be obscure to me, I cannot help but be aware of its power. And then uh, kind of later on, it says, we're all dying, but to know life in every breath, in every cup of tea. Um, so I guess, yeah, like like with this path, it's, um, and, and the teachings from, from Training and Power, it, it has really um, allowed me to, to connect fully with with my spirit with source um and as i've done that uh and as my awareness has grown i i see the pain on uh you know on on people on 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 humanity um and it it really tears me apart and i think uh a big part of that is um that we've forgotten. We've forgotten who we were. We've forgotten where we came, come from. Um, we've forgotten that we're all one, that we're all connected. Uh, and that if I hurt you, my brother, I, I'm just hurting myself. Right. And, um, and, and so this journey of, of kind of health and longevity and into spirit and, and, uh, you know, has, has really shown me, 
how important it is to to honor our spiritual journey, to honor what we came here to do, and hone our physicality and all that means are you know living a strong, healthy vessel, um, be abundant so that we can we can have a platform to stand on to share what we've learned with with more people. Um, and so that's really what I what I try to embody now and, and teach in the in the workshops and the the retreats and that sort of thing is is because because you know I, I think people are so focused on you know the day to day and going to work and paying the bills and all the stuff that that we mentally uh, kind of have been been programmed to focus on that at the end of the day they're so exhausted that you know how am I going to think about consciousness I'm just trying to get through another day and so for me it's it's like you know when you start to build in these practices these disciplines all of a sudden mentally you start to sort out you know what is important to focus on physically you start to have more energy and and feel this strength and 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 um you get reconnected to your feelings and and you know you're just you're just able to move forward um, in a more in a more intelligent manner. Really, you're able to move forward uh, and and recognize that you do have power. You know, you're you're not this little little human thing and and a victim. And, and you know, you don't have to continue to sacrifice and all these things. Like you, the the power is within. I think we talked about that before we started. And and these are all just tools to bring that awareness back to people that you have the power we have the power right and and when you start to learn that so the the workshops really are just a, a kind of a compilation of of all these different puzzle pieces meditation breath work training yoga um energy work so i, so I do some chi uh, building I incorporate uh, brainwave entrainment, so another tool, right? Proper eating, like all these things are, are just tools. So I, I kind of touch on each one, and I just ran a, a two-day one, and there were there were people there from kind of all levels, people that have, have uh, really been doing a lot of uh, deep internal spiritual work and, and then others that were really new to the space. And every single one of them came away with kind of a like, oh, wow, like I, you know, I never thought about it like that. And I think what I've been capable of doing is, is kind of distilling down the information so that it is in bite-sized chunks so that people can walk away with, with these new, new perspectives, new awarenesses, um, you know, to be able to move forward in, in their lives. Awesome, I think, brother. I think I answered it. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Rants are wonderful, man. If you listen to the podcast, you know, the, the, the people know that, you know, my I'm doing well when I can open up and let the guests rant about what they know, right? It's not, uh, you know, it's, I'm not here just to hear my own voice, man. It's to get those nuggets of wisdom and let people share. Um, because you notice that when you share, they're always very real experiences. You know, it's not like people wake up and have it all sorted it's not like they find their purpose it's not like they've figured out self-mastery it's not like they master meditation it was a whole process you know and and as people share their individual process i feel like it really gives a lot of value on the human nature you know the human aspect of it and what you touched on there was it was a bunch of things that i thought were really important that 
for me as a martial artist, the big one was discipline to self mastery. When you read that quote, you know, they, they wake up and they, they are just 100% dedicated to mastering whatever that craft is. And something that I've spoke about before was when I was in China watching the 34th generation Shaolin master break. I don't know. I got to figure out exactly what it was, but it was like stone. They used it on the street exactly what the, cause I know there's different, um, uh, um, hardnesses, as we also learned in Egypt about the different ah. stones. So I'd like to know exactly what it was, but I tried to kick it and it hurt my <laughs> leg. And I was, I was, you know, and I used, I used the mental game. You know what I mean? I was in shape. I just came from six weeks in uh, training MMA and then a month, you know, with the monks. And so, you know, and I've been training martial arts my whole life. So I'm like, I'm going to kick this mother and just hurt my leg. And the master could break it with two fingers. Wow. And so when I interviewed him, and thicker pieces over his head, and I'm just like, how the F do you do that? And in interviewing him, it was that single-minded focus, years of chi building through qigong and meditation and work and realizing that you're actually an energy body. And that's something that they all know. It's not here where it's a little bit of woo-woo type of thinking where, oh, energy body, yeah, sure, healing, whatever. There's like, yeah, obviously we're energy bodies. And now even the physics is showing that as well, um, which again, we're, we're getting into and learning. Um, the other thing too is it. Um, I actually had this book right here. That's what I was doing, shuffling around. Have you read this one? So I, my, one of my best friends gave me this book a long time oh. ago. No. Yeah, the Five Rings, and it was uh, you know, this this guy who I guess never lost a match and just killed lots of people. Um, but it was <laughs> it's about like a. Is that the Tai Chi guy? Is that the Tai Chi guy? No. Uh, it's the definitive interpretation of Miyamoto. Uh, Musashi's classic book of strategy. So it's talking about how this, you know, samurai was a, he was like the again, most famous samurai ever and how that it, it's similar to Sun Tzu's art of war. You know, what, how did he, how was he able to destroy all of these opponents, you know, for years. And so, you know, that level, that level of dedication. And when you see it and you experience it, so you're using the word samurai. And if you know what that means, if you know what a real samurai is, it, it allows you to level up. And that's kind of one of the things that I want to bring to sport, because when you realize this level of dedication and, and people put themselves on a level, you know, I think that the monks are a whole nother level because they're bringing in the energy work. And the same with the samurai, it's discipline and the energy work. It's it's having that yin and yang, which is super important where traditionally we're kind of a little bit on the yin side, you know, or, or yang side. I don't know which one's which, but one-sided <laughs> masculine form side anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my rant, man, um, as well. So we'll just keep going back and forth with this. Um, yeah. The next question that I had was it's a, along the same lines, but you've studied with – quite a few people. And I think that a lot of people when they're on this path do struggle with abundance. So you touched on it a little bit before. So if you were with the man, Bob Proctor on abundance, do you have some tools for people that are in, in the middle of that where, you know, they've got their nine to five and they have to keep their job because they need abundance and something for me too, you know, I'll kind of go up and down and then I won't think about it. Then I'll go down. But I, I know strategies that work for me that I can really dive into from law of attraction that work. And recently I was in that space and I'm out of it, which is super great. And it just takes this weight off your shoulders. When I keep saying on the podcast, it's sandwich money, you know, it's like I need sandwich money so I can keep doing the podcast. Now I have enough for a sandwich, which is great, 
and I'm super happy about that. But I went in and I dove deep in like, got to sort this out instantly. And it was a challenge, you know, <laughs> it was a super challenge, but I'm out the other side. So I'd love to hear what you have as far as that goes, because I think it's something very practical. And if it can be eliminated, people have a little bit more stress to focus on what they wanted to do and have time to develop their consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's, I think it goes back to everything is energy, right? And I mean, we tend to focus on the results and, and <clears throat> excuse me, what we're, what we're perceiving through our five senses. So if you're seeing empty bank account, it's very hard to think I got a million dollars in there, right? And yet, because everything is energy and, and the way that the, the mind works and the way that the law of attraction works is that when you start to focus on what you want as if you've already created it, right? And it doesn't mean it's going to show up like that. It, it just means that um, you're, you're starting to build. So Bob always talks about um, how we think, right? And if for the viewers out there, if you picture your kitchen, go into your refrigerator, what color is it? How many doors? What side do they open on? Right? Picture your car. We think in pictures. So no picture of, of what you want. You're, you know, most, most people are going to have that one step forward, two steps back results their entire life. So first of all, you got to get very clear on the picture that you want your life to look like, you know, and we're talking about abundance. So get very clear on how you're making your money, how much money are you making, how many people are you serving when you're doing it, you know, get very clear on all these things. And then going back to the way that we learn and change our habits, you've got to repeat that. Say it over and over and over again. Write it out over and over and over and over again, like 50 times a day, right? And the conscious mind, the intellect's going to go, this is stupid. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have time for this. I got to do all the things that I got to do, you know, that are, that are outside of this. Um, but as you continue with the repetition, the subconscious mind is going to start to change. The way that you're feeling is going to start to change. And just by that, your your conscious awareness is is going to change, and then you're going to start to be aware of opportunities. You're going to start to be aware of of you know things coming into your your field of energy that you can or steps that you can take to actually move forward towards you know I, I one of the things I have people do is write out their perfect day, right? Um, so you start to take steps towards that abundance towards having that perfect day towards the perfect job the you know um traveling more whatever it is for for you you start to take steps towards it right but if you're continuing to look at you know the the shitty empty bank account well you're not going to feel so hot you're going to kind of be eh, you know life's life's okay i mean I, I got a roof over my head but it's nowhere near where i want it to be so you're not going to be feeling very good you're not going to be taking very inspired actions towards doing what you want to do, right? So create that picture, start to build that neurology in the mind. And then as you do that, you're going to start to feel better feeling feelings. So I, I say, you know, start thinking better thinking thoughts, start feeling better feeling feelings. And then you start to, you know, take those steps towards what you want in your life. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're whistling Dixie on the way on the way into to work or whatever and, and you're at the coffee shop and you know you're kind of you got a pep in your step and snapping your fingers and a smile on your face and you bump into someone and start a conversation and all of a sudden they're the person that you can partner with to 
take, you know, that one or two steps forward to skipping, you know, major rungs on the ladder of success. And, uh, and it doesn't happen overnight. And, and it, you know, your, your intellect is going to say, you know, this is stupid. I'm sitting here all day daydreaming, right? If you just daydream, then yeah, you're not going to get very far, but you, you daydream, you, you visualize what you want. It changes how you feel. And then you start seeing those opportunities manifest. And I'll give you an example from my own life. You know, I was, I, two years ago, was it two years? I don't know if it's been two years. Two, yeah, two years ago, I had a house and a gym in Toronto. Had the gym for 12 years. Um, so I had, you know, a couple hundred clients, a bunch of coaches that worked out of there. So my initial struggle was, you know, this isn't doing it for me anymore. It's not making me happy anymore. Um, it's keeping me from from what I feel I should be doing, kind of like an anchor. And and, uh, and so I'm like, well, how am I how am I gonna close the gym? How am I gonna tell all these people? I'm gonna let all these people down. Um, but I made the decision, closed the gym, went to Costa Rica. Um, Cause I, like I, I was still kind of like, I was working out of a friend's gym and, and that sort of thing. And, and, um, knew I wasn't happy in Toronto anymore, but I'd been there for 15 years, had the house. I'm like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to do this? So I went to Costa Rica by myself, went to an all-inclusive, went just to meditate. I don't think I talked to a single soul for like six days. I was just there meditating. People were probably like, what's that guy? Like he hasn't said a word to anybody, but I started having these visions about running retreats and, I, I I remember I was on a on on the beach, sun was setting, and I actually made a video, um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm talking the talk, but I'm not walking the walk. I'm telling people to live the life of their dreams, and I'm sitting here in Toronto. I know I'm not happy in Toronto anymore, so I vowed to myself that when I got home, I would make changes. And within a month, my house was up for sale. Um, so I sold it, got out of there and now the whole world's kind of opened up to me to be able to have that time and money freedom to be able to, you know, build the programs, build the retreats, do what I want to do, meet amazing people like you, um, go on these trips. Right. And if my awareness, if my consciousness level was always still focused on where I was, right. The, I mean, the opportunity to sell my house and, and buddies of mine are like, you know, you, you sold your house, like big deal. It's like, if my awareness wasn't where it was and I was trapped in the habitual way of, of my life, the way it was before that opportunity could have passed me by because I sold my house and then they, they kind of put a cap on the market and stuff like that. Right. So I could have, that opportunity was always there. But if I had been, oh, you know, life sucks and what am I to do? I just got to kind of stick it out and see what happens. I would have missed that opportunity. So does that, I don't know if that. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. No, I think it's a, it's a really great example because even at the end of it, from somebody looking in, you know, you have a gym and you have a house in Toronto and you have all these clients, that's success. And, you know, in a way you were very successful and also you are still growing. And so we continuously have to transform and listen to our gut in the way that life is taking us and life takes us in the form of a feeling, what brings us joy, but you got to make that step, you know, and because you, you know, and someone would look, it's like, well, what's wrong with your life? Like, do that. That's my dream. My dream is to own a gym and have this and have security. Maybe it is. And 
And once you're kind of following those steps and doing what you're passionate about, you'll create the dream and then mm -hmm. you'll continue to create it. And again, another lesson that I learned from the, the masters and from martial arts and snowboarding and skateboarding, really the art of self mastery is there is no mastery, not even close. You, you couldn't, you know, that you could not master martial arts, you know, you can get ridiculously, incredibly, amazingly good, but you can always get better. You can yeah. always grow. There, there is no end of growth. So I think that's a really important um, point to bring up. And just on the law of attraction thing, because you know I've studied that along and you know got mentored. But you, you brought up all the very important points. You can't create anything if you don't know what you're going to create. You need a starting point. Get really clear on what you want. You got to start putting the energy in motion, and you have to act before you get a result. In the same way, you know, if you want that abundance and you're overweight well if you don't you gotta go to the gym first you know you gotta you gotta change your diet first you gotta start exercising first and then the result comes and it's the same thing with the the thoughts and the manifestation realm of what you want you got to start putting that energy first and live it first you know you gotta you know actually vibrate it and that's the real challenge um you know I, i've read a lot of things on how you could instantly manifest and i've heard of people doing things like that and they talk about matching the vibration and mm -hmm. for me you can send it out but it's the receiving that's the issue because i'll say okay i want a million dollars of abundance uh, of money but the thing is that I, i'm not open to receiving that because i doubt it so much that the, the the capacity to receive what the universe wants to bring me i'm not open to it so i you know i have a little tiny uh, receiving, you know, valve when it should be this big opening thing. And that's the, that's the feeling, that's the energy. And so the last kind of point I'll make on this, cause I think it's really good stuff. Um, is I had a coaching client recently and, and she was telling me about, you know, how she does abundance and, uh, hers is like seeing abundance as a goddess. And so I was like, Oh, that's interesting. So I, I took that and and then from Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has you go through all of your energy centers or chakras. And then mm -hmm. each one is, you know, it's got a characteristic. So I did the I did the goddess of money through all of the energy centers. And so now as I as I think about abundance, I have this goddess and it's, you know, truth, um, it's nobility, it's integrity, you know, and I have it all listed. There's a lot of more other things, but it's like this, it's service, it's contribution. And so now when I think about money, I'm able to generate a better emotion. And that's what it's all about. It's how do you figure out how to generate the emotion of abundance or the emotion of having a gym or the emotion of having an ideal relationship when you don't have it? That's the trick because it's the energy you put out and the law of attraction and the universe has one job and that is to match vibration. It can't, yeah. you know, that's all it's doing. So I think that you touched on a, some incredible points there. So I just wanted to add and double down on that because I think it's really valuable stuff. And even for me too. Um, so where I wanted to go with this, what I was curious about is this, do you want to add something first? Point? Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, of course. yeah. Yeah. Get in there. In, in terms of, uh, you know, I guess the, the direction that you want to go. And, and, you know, when I tell people to think about their goals and, and what they want to do and where they want to go with their lives, um, I say, you know, get in alignment with your passion, purpose-driven wants, right? And, and you know, use that, use the, the imagination to create the life that you've always dreamed of. And for me, how that now manifests, so I, I build the picture in my mind of what I want, but then I connect, I, I connect to that universal energy, I connect to that source. And 
like I'll get, I'll get downloads now of, of information of like, Oh, do this or do this or right. And so then I take action based on the information I'm getting rather than so, so essentially, you know, the energy or the spirit me is, is out front kind of leading the way. Whereas before when I was kind of swimming upstream, it's like, it was the human me trying to force and trying to make things happen and, and without first listening. And, you know, one of the, one of the fun, fundamental laws of the universe is that force negates, right? So if you feel like you're swimming upstream or you're, you know, you're not going in the direction that you want, take that quietude, take that solitude and, and really listen for the information and then take actions based on the information that you're getting. And, you know, you'll, you'll start flowing downstream, downstream to that abundance and, and, you know, that perfect day and that life that, that you've dreamed of. So, so for me, that's, that's been a huge lesson over the last couple of years is, okay, if things aren't going exactly the way I want them to, I need to stop everything. I need to be still, I need to connect, I need to meditate. I need to get, you know, centered again, get my information. And then I can take actions based based on the information that I'm getting. So I just yeah, to man. That, you know? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think that it's a very critical point. You know, people and myself included, but a lot less because I usually will spend you know a month of the year or more um, in meditation somewhere or in solitude. The last couple of years, it's only, it's been about a year and a half, two years since I've been able to do that, which is, which is a bummer, but, um, and I want to get to it right away, but the ability to quiet the mind and listen, because as your mind is just going nuts, you can't get clear on what you want. And, and the other fundamental thing that you touched on is listening. You know, you have to be able to listen. You don't just like get up. People get up and they try to force it in in the sense that they just do a task and they think that that's going to sort it out when really where we emit energy, we send it out and we receive it. And when we receive it, we have all of the universe. We have all of the beings. We have multidimensional awareness that we can get it tapped into if you just quiet the mind and you get it as inner knowings for you. That's guidance for you. And you're the only one who can sit and listen to it and i think that it's absolutely a critical critical step to have that in your life as a part of how you navigate your reality because if you're constantly looking to solve things in the mind as the monkey mind is going it's the same thing and you're just going to get more of it until you step off that treadmill and you know bring in listening as a part of your existence and the other thing that i really like that you touched on that's really going deep for me in the uh, life and teachings of the masters of the far east is they're talking about how they can keep creating these miracles and they're talking about health and they're talking about how they can use the word to manifest instantly and so i'm like okay cool and everything that i've ever read on the law of attraction spontaneous healing psychic dr joe dispenza everything says the same thing like if you can match the vibration of it it'll happen instantly without doubt there's there's that it already exists there's no time in the fifth dimension it could be the thought realm of however you think of it or you know the astral projection realm or you can lucid dream or whatever the case may be um but essentially what the fundamental thing is that that's that's really deepening for me is that it's not me it's you know they'll use god or source or spirit or all that is or nature and i think that people get hung up on god and even for me i think that i get a little bit hung up on god because uh you know being in religion as a kid and just uh you know as a baptist and just like 
listening to all this fear and I was like, mm, something, some, something isn't right. Something is not right. And so they, they took, they hijacked God, they hijacked spirit on me. And so I'm like resistant, you know, like resistant. No, <laughs> oh God, you know what I mean? Cause then if I, you know, I got to like the right God in just the right way. So I don't go to hell, but then he's going to send all my buddies to hell. And, and then also people never knew about it. And it's just this confusing scenario that you got to unpick. And so, yeah. The critical thing is, you know, if you if you just figure out really for yourself what is God to you, whether it's nature, source, uh, uh, spirit, whatever you want, and then so as you put that that thing forward to say, you know, abundance or relationship or whatever, it's it's source that brings it to you. So if you're a beaver and you need to build your little beaver house, you you know, the beaver is already on automatic coherence with nature. So he's like, I need a tree, boom, tree. You know, unless we're destroying him through the rainforest or whatever we're doing to the poor guy. But, um, you know, without us, he's in, in total harmony. And so if we can put that energy forth and we basically put it in that hand of of nature, of which it already exists, that vibration already exists. And if you can put it there without doubt and say, source, you know, this is what I'm requesting of you and walk as if you have it, then you're vibrating it. And the really great tip that it gave me was because I'm doing it too for things that I, you know, I'm always trying to master this stuff. And instantly I go to doubt, you know, even everything I've read and even the crazy stuff that's happened on meditation, I just instantly go to doubt. Right. And I'm like, Oh, so I'm trying to stop that. And the, and what it said was, and, and actually Dr. Joe mentions it as well is um, you go right to gratitude, gratitude as if it's already there, gratitude for knowing it, it exists. It's like, ah, a million dollars. Thank you. I know it exists. Cool. Because this will allow me, more freedom to travel and experience the things that I need and whatever. Cause it's never about the money. It's about the thing that the money brings. It's never about that object. It's about, it's growing, growing your character as a human being and growing your life experience in a way that really fulfills you. And you, you know, taking these steps to just, you know, transform is going to allow that experience for you to just be stoked on your own life, which is the only thing you can control really your own existence and whether you're proud of it. And then you can kind of just share that with others who are at that stage in their life that they want to learn it. And you have this beautiful co-creation. Um, I don't know if you want to rant that I could add on to that rant. I got carried away. There's a couple, there's a couple points. So um, when you, when you kind of uh, brought in religion and that sort of thing, the way I, I look at it and I don't know how many, um, non-spiritual people you you would have on uh viewing uh or viewers but um just in case some of the, some are out there what helps me is religion is it's got the dogma attached to it and it divides whereas spirituality so think of it as a pie right spirituality is the whole pie religion is you know they they each take a piece of their pie and say my pie is better than your pie and so spirituality is all of it it's it's you know without any of the dogmas without any of the things that separate or divide us right so so when people are out there you know trying to wrap their head around spirituality or god or energy or whatever it's like if if there's a dogma to it and if there's there's separation embedded in the message then that's not spirituality that's not god right that's religion Right. And, and that's how that's how I kind of get around it with with people is like, you know, if, if there's division, it's giving you the wrong message. And that's not what spirituality is. 
So that that was yeah. one point. There are others, but I forgot I forgot what they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a really good one um, because it's interesting that, you know, we are still in this space that religion does have that hold still. Um, again, I've been listening to a lot of Dan Winter, and he's a physicist mentored by Buckminster Fuller, ridiculously smart individual, was having kundalini experiences in his early 20s, working with some of the smartest minds and figuring out what that is. And I've had a few in my life. Um, and you go to a space that is just it's this consciousness can't put words to whatever that is it's just, and you know it's real because it, it happened and and it's like more real than here and it's like whatever you want to any words you put to it it's just not going to work so you know dan winter um talks about that and he's doing some really incredible research on how to create kundalini experiences or coherence or you know build up your your energy build up your your plasma so essentially when you die you take memory through death and you become your own plasma spaceship and you steer your plasma tornado it's it's very interesting <laughs> yeah and you know he speaks about he speaks about religion just not as uh you know not as kindly you know he's just like it's it's old we should have been we should have been out of this for a while it served a purpose for its time but now we have science and science and spirituality are actually meeting Yes. You know, it, they're, they're they're saying the exact same thing. Same, same with Nassim's work, Dan Winter, anyone who's really looking and bridging consciousness and looking at the science. They're like, whoa, we actually, you know, are everything. And maybe you can try explaining this better than me. But what is Nassim talking about when he's talking about um, basically the um, the atom has the same amount of mass as the entire universe, like the the ah. the Remember the outside? Can you explain that better than me? Because I don't, I don't know well, if I'll do it very well. <laughs> um, so essentially, he because um, the energy in the universe is is infinite, they needed a way to measure it. So what they did was they they did a centimeter cubed of space. How is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna muff this up now. Um, you know, I actually posted this on the delegates too, so they're all watching. <laughs> they're, they're just oh, oh, it and being like, "Who's?" <laughs> yeah, if I screwed up. I'm sorry. Dude, dude, I'm sorry. You guys listen, yeah, times, yeah. Well, this is why out. you got to go to the delegate foundation and sort it out. You know, all the listeners go <laughs> go there and and become a part of it. It's a great crew. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so the energy in the centimeter cubes of space is ten to the ninety three grams which if you put all of the stars and all the ga all the galaxies into the same centimeter cube of space it's something like 10 to the 55 grams so you're still missing i think 39 orders of of uh of energy Attitude. yeah that's good that's that's a good word <laughs> um, <laughs> that's um, what i don't know i just came in and then so shit I don't well, know. Basically, if I can. here, this is this is so, this is so yeah. Adam's, I don't remember Adam's the details. Black holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Well. Yeah. Well. Well. For me, what it, what I understood, and I don't even know if this is right, but it was kind of basically saying that that this it's it's fractal, right? So the whole universe and the smallest thing that we can find contains the mass of the whole entire universe. So the universe is contained in each cell. So and even in the in the life and teachings, you know, the, and they use the fractal analogy as well, where you look at a hologram and each little tiny 
piece of that hologram contains the image of the whole. And so if, if that is true and that's physics, then we contain the entire universe within us. And that's the real big understanding of, holy crap, what are we? What actually are we? And when you're using um, things like energy work or you're exploring your consciousness and you have a Kundalini experience, you go into thinking this as a, as a concept to experiencing it. And so the experience is where there's no science there yet. And this is kind of pulling it in and saying, oh, look, you actually are the entire universe within you vibrating and you can experience that, but you're stuck in this limited state where you, you can, if you look at the nature, but not in the same way as, you know, really having that, um, that experience that goes far beyond words. Um, so this kind of gets into the the point that I wanted to ask with you, and I've been doing this a little bit more in different ways, but you're talking about energy work. You know, do you have uh, some favorite practices or, or something for people who who want to start looking at that? Because again, to reference Dan Winter, because I've been doing a lot of research in that field, he's, was this Dan Winter or Nassim? I don't know. It's all mumbled into one, but basically mumbled into one Oh, it's mumbled into one in my own like confusing reality of like, what is going on? Like what's happening? Um, but essentially talking about one of the fundamental shifts that we'll experience as a species is really re realizing that we're an energy body. So you've got the physical body, um, but then we're going to actually measure and it'll be known that you actually have an energy body and you can take care of it and it can mm -hmm. do amazing things. And it's something that's going to be in the mass consciousness for us to begin to explore. So I think that cultivating that energy body is really important and really deep in my understanding of doing more you know martial arts i'm usually a harder form uh, but doing qigong and meditation just you know even now when i'm lifting weights if i do that i i i see myself as a, as a spirit form always you know what i mean and that's touching you know the body but i'm using my chi to move the weights and i'm always seeing if i can feel it and when you go really slow you know, you're feeling the space and another Nassim thing and everybody else is just saying the space is not empty. The space is full. And so really just trying to feel that. So I'll stop yammering, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, the other thing that I'll add about the, the, um, the proton having all of the energy in the universe is like, you know, I think I touched on it earlier that we are each the universe perceiving through our own perspectives. And, and the scene talks about this and he says, so every billionth of a second, your perception is being fed back to the entirety of the universe. So, so it's like your, you know, all of our perceptions, all of our experiences count. And, and that's why it looks like the universe is, is, is expanding because all of the information is present within us and in the entirety of the universe and and you know that's why when you talk about the masters and this he mentions that um when you go within through meditation and different things like that that's when you actually have access to the all the all one um so i just kind of wanted to bring that in um in in terms of energy work so i actually i i employ two processes so one i i created myself and it's it's a combination of of binaural beats which um um just quickly for those who don't know there are various frequencies that we can listen to right so um from top to bottom it's kind of gamma beta alpha theta and delta and the lower and slower frequencies um are associated with you know focus um healing 
letting go of stresses, anxieties, that sort of thing. And, and essentially after seven or eight minutes of listening to these frequencies, both hemispheres of the brain will actually sync. Okay. So you're, you're getting that synchronization. So, so it would allow you to get into a meditative state faster, if, especially if you're new to the space, for example. Right. So, so I, I play the beats and then I, I will walk people through some Qigong. So we're actually building the energy of the body and then uh, kind of a guided meditation. And, and I've got, um, so I made five, uh, five videos that people can actually access for free on YouTube um, where I walk people through this and, and I bring in grounding and, and, you know, just that concept that, that uh, through our perception and our intention, we can, we can actually, tap into these infinite universal energies and um, replace the finite energy of the body. And something I did in the, in the last workshop when we talked about, this team talks about fractals, is like if you look at, at the, the eye, it looks like a universe or, or like a galaxy, for example, right? So um, I actually had people going in and looking at themselves in the mirror right into their eye and kind of saying like I am the universe, right? And you mentioned about working out, like that's something that, I mean, try to feel weak or lazy or tired when you're looking in in to your soul, into your own eyes, telling yourself that you're you're the universe, right? So it's it's very hard to to do, and it, you know it's something that the the intellect will have to kind of walk around and the way I get around that sometimes with people is ask them if you know is is there a belief or do you believe that dogs can hear whistles that we can't right are there ultraviolet rays that we can't see so so these are examples of frequencies or energies that are outside the realm of our five senses right and so that universe has an energy and we can tap into it and bring it in through through these various practices qigong and and different things like that so that's that's kind of one practice um, and then the other is called training in power. Um, and the founder, Faye Fitzgerald, she's been teaching since the eighties and <clears throat> essentially it is what she's done is, is very intricately woven in, uh, the fabric of, of metaphysics into an energetic healing and shielding and internal architecture system, if you will. Um, so with every level, and, and first of all, and I mean it, again, to the intellect, you're gonna be like, what? But without a word of a lie, after level one, four classes, so probably about four hours each class, um, you shift energetically and vibrationally the equivalent of seven years of cloistered study in Tibet. Um, level two is the equivalent of 28 years. So essentially she's, she's brought in the ancient uh, systems and woven it into this very complete, very safe energetic system where your vibration shifts um, and, and the magnitude it shifts picks up with each level that you pass. So I just took level seven. Level seven is the equivalent. So level one is seven years. Level two is 28 years. Three is exponentially more. Level seven is the equivalent of uh, one to six. So it's like, you're just like, what? And, you know, when you talked about receiving that information, that knowingness, it's like every level, it's like, 
I find out vastly, exponentially more who I am and, and where I came from. Like I got names and, and just a visceral knowingness of how I, how I came to, to this reality, to this planet. Like, and it sounds, sounds crazy. I know, but, um, it's real. Um, and, and so you go through the level you, you, and we use essentially meditation as, as a bridge from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind. Right. And, and then bring in the metaphysics. And so you're able to actually wield energetics for healing purposes, for, you know, creating light, for keeping yourself shielded. You know, like I'm a, I'm an empath first. I I dealt with anxiety for a very long time. Um, And when I learned these systems, it's because I would take on other people's energy. And now that I I have the the systems, um, I don't, I don't take on other people's energy. And then the last thing I'll say about it is, there's this internal architecture. It's like, I mean, it is meditation. So, but it's like we we fill the mind with purposeful activity. So it's like you're you're given this internal architecture with which you can explore the different facets of yourself. And and the combination of all the tools of the training really enables one to fully access and fully develop their intuitive psychic and healing capabilities with a knowingness of of who who we are and, and where we came from um it's it's really the most profound thing that i've i've come across um and so everybody needs to do it as far as, far as i'm concerned um you know it's it's not mine i i am able to teach level 1 um but uh, you you have to be essentially energetically um, sound and strong enough uh, to be able to teach the various levels, and they have safeguards in place so that uh, so that the teachers are are safe when they're when they're teaching this stuff. Um, but it's I mean it's such a profound um, tool that I've been fortunate enough to to find myself in, and and that's another thing I just want to share with people because it it will change everything about what you know of yourself. Hmm. I That's think fascinating. Right? I, you know, I had what well, you know. You and I both are always looking for things like this, right? And for me, you know, I I kind of once I hear about it, I I will suspend disbelief. You know, if it seems like horse crap, it's horse crap. You know, that's just the case. Um, but but a lot of it, the extraordinary stuff is not like Dan Winter has a. You know, he measures now. He can measure your energetic body through these meditations to raise your vibration and measure it. So there's no you know, there's no guessing and you feel it and it's measured. It's both. You can see it on a screen, scientific measurements and you feel it. And you might have a Kundalini awakening and be like, Oh my God, what was that? Maybe even <laughs> similar to, you know, you know, when we're in, when we're in Egypt that we, you, did you put your head in the square in that one space in uh, Saqqara? Yeah. 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 So they have a building, you put your head in the, in the square and you, and you hear, uh, yeah, you have this whomping and that's a physical representation. And for me, uh, I speak about it sometimes in the podcast, this thing, G life that I'm doing this guy, core love, who's eventually going to come on the podcast. It, it, when I first looked at it, I was like, am I insane? Cause I believe this guy, like, this is, what am I even looking at? 
And, you know, I've done a lot of this hours of stuff, but, you know, really it's about coding the body, understanding that the body has its own intelligence, moving from a fear state, uh, yeah, survival state to your just natural state of being. So you're not afraid of everything and you shift energetically and it's one step at a time, you know, but it's the vibration that you emit and it's all about energy and we are measurably energy. So it does make sense. And that, and now I'm curious, um, to check it out. And, and for me, you know, I just kind of do them all. And then I, you know, like you said, it's like your stew, I'll go try Kung Fu or karate or, you know, Tai Chi might not be the most effective to win a fight, but it's got really great benefits, you know, and, and you got to get into it and you got to explore it to know if it's for real. So I appreciate you mentioning that. And now, now I'm curious. Um, yeah. Yeah, the well, brother, that are... this... Sorry. Yeah. Go. Uh, Go I was going to say it's, 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 again, something else we, I think we've talked about before is, is, uh, just I have I have this openness and this approach like I don't know shit I don't know anything yet you know and and, and I think that openness um, allows one to to go in and 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 explore these different practices without any judgments and 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 really like you said go through the experience because I mean there's so many people that are like yeah that's not for me uh, how do you know have you tried it like you, you know try it and then if it's not for you great but don't discount it without without being open enough to at least try it you know so so that's i, don't know, I just want kind of want to throw that in there yeah yeah i agree man it's very important um you know people have an experience or a, a thought or something or, or a judgment and then you know they close off all these windows of information rather than being open you know and and just you know yeah be be uh conservative and discerning, you know, if it does really seem like baloney, but also there's not a lot of fun in that, you know, disprove it, you know, try it, right. See if it doesn't work or, or just begin to experiment. Um, you know, I experiment with everything that, that I come across that I think has value and I'm really open-minded and I've also had a lot of experiences that people may not have had, you know, whether it was lucid dreaming when I was a kid or just being naturally drawn to energy work to know that this whole unseen realm, nowhere in the regular reality am I getting any kind of good information. You know, it's no one's no one's yeah. talking about it. I read books. Yeah. 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 Right. So this is, you know, my house is like, let's dive deep into that and explore these realms because Again, when you kind of open up to the the 5D or the astral or the spirit realm or whatever you want to call it, things change and possibilities change. And one of the common threads that I've noticed for people who have experienced that realm is that, number one, they know they don't know th anything because it's you just are aware of how much you don't know. You're just like, oh, my God. Um also there's a they they know that there's literally infinite possibilities they believe that they're like literally anything is possible once you see that like i don't care what it is it's probably possible i don't know where or how but i do know that if you can imagine it somehow it's possible and they and then usually you know 99% of the time as well they have a, sp a connection with spirit because you got to merge with it you know when you remove the consciousness element and that's you know so having a discussion with some people the other day, just having a beer, and uh, you know they were kind of questioning some of the gnarly stuff that I was saying. I was like, it's fine to question it, but let me ask you a question: Can you quiet your mind for five seconds? And these are adults, and they're successful business guys. They're like, mm -hmm. no, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you don't know anything. You know what I mean? You've never been to a space that where you've, you know, at least quiet. It's for me, it's a fundamental shift in consciousness. Just because you can quiet your mind doesn't mean you figure out everything. Um, however, if you do it enough, you might have an experience where you'll you'll get to that oneness state, or it, something will happen, and you're like, "Whoa, interesting!" And you start questioning your reality, you start questioning your beliefs, and you're a little bit more open-minded. And so that's that's like the basic basic thing, and and it's very important for people to get to that space because if you wake up and your mind turns on and you you don't have control of it, it's leading you. And what that means is that's the outside world just dictating what your life is, not you dictating from the inside out, being dictated by external forces that are all vying for your attention, all of it. And all of it is horse crap, man. How much you sign up for, you question, do you need this house? Do you need this job? You know, like what if you just like let all that go and realize that you're a free being on the planet, let society go, let everything go and just kind of be like a bear, you know? And like, what would you, what would you do if you didn't have to work? Like start thinking that way because you can create it. And the only way that's going to happen is if you begin to think about it. What would I do if I didn't have to work? What would I do if I could explore freely? Where would I learn from? What does my ideal life look like? So yeah, man, you know. I, think I, I left all my stuff on the curb when I left Toronto, <clears throat> like all my furniture. <clears throat> like I'm not going to put it in storage, so I left it on the curb. People came and had a freebie. Nice. Right? Probably Just, nice stuff too. You're, you're living the Toronto okay. life. and Nice it. <laughs> but yeah, to, I mean, to your point, it doesn't mean don't be, don't be skeptical, but take that skepticism into the exploration of, of the self, the exploration of these different tools and courses and programs and people and experiences. And, and, you know, if your skepticism wins out, great. You know, if not, then you've had a new experience that has, has potentially opened you wide, wide, you know, wide quite open to, you know, a new life, a new reality. Yeah, brother. hundred percent, man. Um, mm -hmm. Dude, this has been tremendous. You, I love, love, I could chat to you all day as, as we've had these deep discussions on our own and, and I know we'll have more to come. Um, so before we end, I just want to, is there anything that you wish that I had asked you that you want to talk about that you'd like to get into before we go? And if not, then just anything that you want to leave the listeners with and, and obviously your info if they want to check out some training. I know you're going to Australia. Uh, might see Robert Check. Is that his name? Something Check? Another guy that you've trained oh, with that uh, I did. Paul, Paul Check. Yeah. Ninja. Geez. You know, so I, hopefully he'll come on the podcast. Just discovered him. And as it turns out, you know him and trained with him. And I hope, of course, you have. Um, but yeah. <laughs> years ago. Years ago. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we're actually, we're going to be in Maui first, uh, with, uh, with the retreat and, and it's going to be all this, all the materials, um, everything that we've talked about, the, the breath work, the meditation, the energy work, um, what else? Training, yoga, we're going to do it all there. So, uh, February 3rd to 10th, um, I would love for people to come out for that. It's, uh, really is a, a transformative experience. Um, And I guess the other thing is is um, maybe just to tack on to the being open discussion. Um, and I don't want to get too deep into it because of legalities and stuff like that. But there are um, there are ways to 
open the mind up with with uh, you know DMT experiences. I mean, I mean the breath work and, and stuff like that are are all tools to get you there. Training and power is, is a tool um, that doesn't have you kind of going into the the ancient ways, if you will. Um, but I, ayahuasca, psilocybin, they're all uh, very good tools as well. Um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much uh, uh, should mention about them. But um, you know, if if you find yourself being called to um, one of those type of tools, I would I would make sure it's done in in kind of a um, <clears throat> legitimate space. So, um, you know, I went to Peru for, for some of my ayahuasca experiences, um, to Costa Rica for some other ones. Um, and then I'll actually, um, microdose from, from time to time with, uh, with psilocybin. And, uh, so there is a lot of research now about psychedelics and, and, uh, how they will, uh, will, will change the mindset, will alleviate depression, anxiety, that sort of thing. Um, and, and think of it in terms of opening up other, other areas of the brain as well and, and um, being able to explore. Because if, if we're always in that beta, that logical um, thinking mind, then that's kind of when, when the anxieties and the depressions and that sort of thing can, can really start to, to creep up on us. Uh, um, so... I guess just looking at all these things as tools and having the right set, the right setting, the right intention, um, going into them and that openness, like we talked about. Um, and I don't, that's not going to be a part of the retreats, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, but, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think, I think as people approach, all this stuff as as tools with that openness then uh, then all of a sudden it, it creates a, a very clear picture for you know really who we are that we are all one and, and uh, really what we're capable of um, on all 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 aspects so um, you know that's that's really what modern day samurai is about that's what uh, the books and all the work is about and um, really just what I want to share with people and, and uh, help people to to know that they are more they can do more and they can be more um and and to really help people take their power back um yeah heal grow um i think you mentioned it as well bringing that nobility um that truth that integrity um that honor back and and uh those are those are all components that that the the book is going to include and, and that i try to instill in the workshops is you know when we start living with with uh, with that nobility, with that honor, with that integrity, with that knowledge that we're all one, um, with that truth, then you know I, I think um, I think it's gonna gonna heal the the people on the planet as a whole, and that's that's my goal. Beautiful, brother. I love that, man. Yeah, you you said a lot of things there. I definitely agree um, with with the exploration and using the tools available, and just remembering doing it with that level of respect and honor. You know, that's something that we carry naturally as martial artists. If you got the message of martial arts anyway, um, that's why UFC kind of bugs me. Um, I love it, but I just want I just want them to integrate the other side as all you know, and use that mass audience to really do some good to bring in that honor 
with it and, you know, respecting your own journey, you know, going into each thing with respect. And most people are, are very fearful because they're uneducated and that's mm -hmm. the truth. And then you have the other side who do it irresponsibly. So, you know, doing everything with the best, uh, to your best ability with integrity, accountability, intention, and, and that's all you can control. You know, um, everything else may not exactly be up to you. So uh, really yeah. beautiful words, man. Beautiful intention. Um, where can people find you? LeeDavy.com? Yeah, uh, Lee-Davy.com. D-A-V-Y.com. Right on. Right on, man. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for your time, man. Thanks for your work. I'm super stoked uh, to get your book. Um, if you read my book first, it'll be a lot better, you know, but you could probably learn right. a thing or two, but uh, I'm sure yours is going to be fantastic too. Change, <laughs> <laughs> we'll exchange next time we're, uh, we're together. Well, my title is dope, like Zen athlete, but the modern samurai, like that's, that's frick that, you know, I was like, that's, that could be better. That's really, really good, man. I'm excited to read it and, uh, have a peek dude. So nice, man. yeah, man, good to see you. And thanks for coming on brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace. All right, guys, that wraps up this incredible episode with my friend Lee Davey. I hope that you enjoyed it. Lee and I have been having uh, some great conversations since this podcast and since our trip to Egypt. He's got a retreat coming up where he shares a whole bunch of great information. You know, he's definitely an explorer like me. He's done a lot of work, a lot of personal exploration, um, and, and knows other fascinating teachers that I were unaware of. And now there are more rabbit holes for me to open up. So I know that he's doing the work and he has a lot of knowledge and, and a really all around great guy. So check out his website. Uh, if you're interested, he's got a retreat coming up. I know it's going to be amazing. Uh, if I could make it, I definitely would. I'm actually looking at seeing if I can get over to Hawaii for it. I don't know if it's in the cards, but I'm definitely keeping it in my mind if I can if I can get over there. And then he's off to Australia. So um, I'm definitely interested in, in working with him and, and also just, you know, seeing how he uh, trains people and, and I want to learn about his training and power and all this kind of stuff. Cause I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm hooked. And I, and I, and as I said, I know he's doing the work, um, really solid guy. And so excited to have him on. Um, thank you guys for listening again. If you want to support the podcast, all you got to do is, uh, leave a review, share it, um, check out some of the sponsors at mattbelair.com slash store. And that's about it. Um, just want to send you, the listener, just tons of my love and appreciation and gratitude. And just to remember that uh, the life experience can sometimes be challenging. And as always, though, you are whole, balanced, perfect, harmonious. You know, you have the entire universe um, in the spiritual text. They say, you know, God, you are, God is within and all that kind of stuff. You're a fractal of the universe. So um, if you're ever kind of feeling out of whack, all you need to do is just three deep breaths, come into peace and coherence and realize that all the stress and all the challenges, uh, they're usually created in the mind. So um, you can also come back to a state of peace and gratitude. Just think about a few things you're grateful for and that'll help as well. So just want to thank you for coming along long send you my best wishes and before we close this episode what I'll what I'll get you to do is we'll do a little bit of a meditation as always so wherever you are just stop whatever you're doing and just taking a deep breath in through your nose as deep as you can and begin to focus your attention on your heart because wherever you focus your attention you focus your energy hold that breath and just let it out nice and slowly Focusing your attention on your heart. Now taking another deep breath in through your nose. 
And just imagine a powerful white, gold, and platinum light coming down from the universe, permeating through every cell and every muscle and every molecule of your being. And just let that breath out slowly as you imagine energy from the earth coming up and meeting you in your heart. Your unique signature mis mixing with source, spirit, with earth energy, and just mixing in the center of your heart, feeling just powerful, connected, and grounded. Taking another deep breath in through your nose. I just want you to imagine one thing that you're really grateful for. Maybe it's a friend or a family member or experience or job or having a roof over your head or being able to eat, having eyesight, having your legs. That's useful when you hurt yourself. So just think about one thing that you're really grateful for. And as you continue to think about this thing, I want you to connect to that energy of gratitude that you're feeling right now. Just allow that energy of gratitude to double and just double that feeling of gratitude again and double that feeling of gratitude one more time as you continue your relaxing breathing. And as you focus on this energy of gratitude that's naturally permeating out from your entire being, I want you to send this energy of gratitude to everyone you've ever met, to your friends and your families, to your enemies, and I want you to wish them love and gratitude and peace and coherence. And I want you to send this energy out to your community and your city and your state and your country and to the entire planet. Just see this energy moving out from your being to the entire planet and see it move into the solar system and the galaxy and just see this energy just meeting all sentient beings on the planet, past, present and future. And as this energy is sent out, I want you to see it come back and come back to you tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold, and just allow yourself to receive love and gratitude and peace. Just feel a deep sense of real, honest, authentic self-love. Just give yourself real love, real forgiveness if you need it, just real acceptance. Just even if you say to yourself, I love and accept myself, and just allow yourself to experience this deep deep love and this deep appreciation for yourself because that's where it starts and when you have love and appreciation for yourself you can genuinely give that to others so thank you so much for listening to this episode sending you all of my love all of my gratitude and i'll see you in the next episode